yourself, but to stay aligned. And that is where the balancing process comes in. It's a lot like flying an airplane. It's the analogy we use through the training all through the day that if I'm flying an aircraft, I must be aware of what's absolutely critical for my destination, airspeed, uh, jet fuel, uh, wind shear, gravity pulls, all the things that are necessary for me to navigate the aircraft. My life is the same way. I have to navigate my life or someone else is doing it for me. And that's where our environment can then begin to control us if we're not careful versus us taking some type of situational control through the evidence of my life every day that I have a control in. So that involves what's very important in our focus and, and what we do every day and what we choose to focus on. And if I am clear-minded, if I can stay single-minded, in other words, being able to focus on what's absolutely critical to me today and being able to block out other things, which is also a very important piece of focus. We spent quite a bit of time talking about uh, how we block other things out to stay more refined in our focus because focus is not just staring at something more intently. It's actually knowing how to uh, block out distractions around us. Athletes many times are faced with all kinds of situations around them, crowd noise, uh, temperature, uh, opposing forces against them that's trying to compete with them. And, and they constantly have to stay focused on what's absolutely critical for this play, for this set, for this down, whatever the sport is. And our lives are the same way. If, if we mark our days out in 90-minute sections, which is when, when we need actual recovery time, about every 90 minutes to recover our systems and to realign because it won't happen automatically, then I need to be setting my day in a focus that if I cycle in 90-minute cycles, I know that I can plan so much in each of those cycles versus just saying I have 10 hours of work today and I'm overwhelmed before I ever get started. I can take it in 90-minute modules and navigate the day much easier because my focus then stays in smaller morsels, if you will, or bite-sized pieces that's more manageable for me and also for you. So it's very important for us to make sure that our focus is correct. But again, remember, focus is going to be heightened not only by the neurochemistry that we secrete through what we eat, by having breakfast, by uh, having hydration in the morning and also getting some type of exercise on that particular day of exercise that we can stimulate the kind of chemistry that we need in our brain to actually help us focus. So we want to make sure that we set ourselves up to succeed versus to fail by not doing anything. And remember, balance isn't something that you find. It's something you maintain on a daily basis. So the daily success will really depend on, first of all, how I am able to navigate life situations by the alignment process I put myself into and then learning what is mission critical for me and then staying on track with it every single day, knowing what my weakest link is, and that when I get pushed up against a corner, I feel like I'm losing control or I'm losing focus or I just feel like no one even cares about me today, I realize that it's not the external world doing that to me. It's actually my inability to see clearly through the focus that I need of my own success that particular day. So let's talk uh, next about the emotional process, the instrument navigational system. And this is where it gets really refined because it's very confusing for a lot of people to try to understand their own emotions. Now, my field in psychology, many times, you know, we're taught to analyze different uh, processes of emotion that we can try to track it back to a, a system that has turned that warning light on. Because emotions are not the enemy. They're actually our friend. They're actually just giving us a heads up that something is wrong under that control panel, whether it be the mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical panel. And as a result of that, it's a warning device. 
And without knowing what that warning device is telling us in stimuli, it's really, it's really hard to fix the real problem. And as a result of that, we begin pursuing trying to fix symptoms, so to speak, instead of really trying to deal with the problem at hand. So remember, the most important things we do in our emotions is, first of all, understanding that we have emotions through the day and that it's up to us to navigate those emotional uh, feelings through the day. It starts by knowing how to transition, making sure that we're breathing consistently. Many times through the day we get under stress and what happens is the neurochemistry changes, cortisol begins to secrete, our body levels change, our heart rate increases, and our breathing begins to really get erratic, All right, which is the high negative quadrant of breathing. It's the short, shallow breath, the hyperventilation breath. And that's where you don't want to be because that's where you're going to make the most mistakes. That's where you're going to feel the most threatened. That's where you're going to be the most uh, protective in your life, and it will cause you to actually go backwards. We want to be able to stay on the more of the high to the low positive side of, of uh, emotion and energy, which is actually the side where if I'm breathing correctly, taking deep breaths through the day, making sure that I'm utilizing all of the capacity of my lungs systematically through the day, I'm going to think more clearly. And it was, as we talked about, the quickest way to transition emotion. In 30 seconds or less, I can change emotional acuities by two or three deep breaths and breathing correctly. So when you feel anxious or you're feeling worried or threatened, the, the best thing to do is realize that you're lacking in oxygen because of chemicals that are now secreting in our, in our blood system. So the quickest way to, to change neurochemistry at that moment or alter it to another state is through breath technology. So make sure that you transition every 90 minutes, and part of that is through breathing correctly. It's also remembering the fact that my emotions are there just to help me navigate. They're just a warning light system to allow me to see what's right and what's wrong. And as a result of that, I need to be able to navigate correctly. But part of that is understanding this, this navigram awareness, high positive, high negative, low positive, low negative. So awareness of where I am in emotion and energy level, and then where do I want to be? And how do I get out of where I am? If someone makes me angry today or I get frustrated today, it's really not the other situation's fault. It's, it's my responsibility to navigate and transition that emotion through that process. So many times, I mean, I've shared with you, I've been married all my life, and there's many times that, if you can believe this or not, my wife would rub me the wrong way, and uh, I get in the wrong energy, emotional quadrant before I go out the, the door, and it's up to me to change that. I can't blame it on my wife. I'm a professional. It's up to me to know how to change my emotional acuity. Raising kids is another thing. You can have a great day and get home and figure out what your kids did at school, and it can blow your mind. And as a result of that, I have to not only learn how to navigate it myself, but also teach them how to navigate. In the workday, we work with people that uh, have different agendas than we do because we're all different in teams and we're functioning together. But many times, those functions begin to rub each other the wrong way, and there's conflict or fli friction that, that comes up as a result of that. It's up to me as the individual who's feeling the conflict to know how to navigate it. I must take responsibility of my own emotions and know what to do to transition that. So that's that navigram awareness. First of all, realizing where I am in emotions and then being able to transition to where I need to be and not leave it to somebody else to do it for me. So many times people say, well, you know, the weather's bad, so it's going to be a bad day today. It's cloudy, so I'm going to be depressed, you know, and, or, you know, I, it's Wednesday, and, you know, I wish it were Friday. And, you know, just all the things that we can set up in our own minds, and we end up creating chaos in our own systems 
because of our own limited thinking, and it, it can always be pointed back to our inability to recover correctly. So make sure as we transition emotions that we are looking systematically at how often we need to do that, and it's about every 90 minutes. Now, the radar navigation of this uh, aircraft that we're flying is, is probably one of the most interesting pieces to me because with radar, any kind of radar system, we we're basically flying with the big picture in mind. We're looking at the overall landscape of where I was, where I am on a screen, and where I'm going on the screen. But it doesn't tell me why I'm going. It only shows me where I've come from, where I am, and where I can potentially go. The motivation of where I'm going is, is being able to be seen on the screen, but why I'm going is up to me. And that's where the spiritual piece comes in of the balancing system, and it's the radar navigation, being able to keep the big picture in mind. We talked quite a bit about purpose through that whole section and what that purpose was. I showed the video of the Ironman competition back in 1999 where a father and son struggled through this all-day event and the purpose was not just to win the event, it was to finish the event, but more so than that, it was to fulfill each other's dreams as father and son. So many times our work must go deeper to, to truly succeed. It must go deeper than just, I showed up, I did my job, and I earned my pay today. Why are you alive today? The purpose piece, why we spent so much time analyzing and putting together your obituary that you put together for yourself, being able to look at who you are and what's really vitally important to you, comes out of this purpose piece. What do you believe? Remember the poster that we used uh, in the presentation. It's the individual of the, the guy that's hanging off the cliff, and he's hanging onto a rope, and the word says, total commitment. And the, the word is believe. What do you believe that much that you're willing to hang on to that tightly and will not compromise? That's where my faith comes in and my belief system that knowing that faith in, in God, family, and country and the belief system I have and why I love living in the United States is a part of that because it allows me that freedom to love God and to love my family and to also.